The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Davo. Welcome in to Clubhouse Conversation. This is your dish for the rubber game of the three-game set with the Angels as the Royals fall to 4-12 and in one-run games and... They blew a golden opportunity to come home with a huge road trip. A series win over a playoff team, they would have gained a game on everyone else in the division, especially after you had a 3-0 lead heading into the seventh. But alas, it's Royals baseball, and those kind of things don't ever seem to quite come into fruition, do they? And that's what happened today. This game can be summed up pretty easily, just two items. Not much analysis needed on this one. Number one, a complete 180 by the bullpen from last night. We raved about the bullpen last night, as we should. They had seven scoreless innings last night out of the bullpen. But tonight, not so much. The bullpen gave up three earned runs in their two innings, four runs total, as Calvin Herrera allowed the inherited runner from Jason Vargas to come in. And number two, a lack of offense, and most of all, once again, no power. It's just, why are we even talking about it? It's just, <laughs> I mean, what do you even say about it anymore? It's hard to watch this team play, isn't it? Because the pitching's pretty good, and it frustrates you because you know that this team should be winning more games than it has been, and that's a problem. We'll talk about more about that here in a little bit where the Royals are on the standings. I'll give you my thoughts on that. There's, there's some big issues with this team right now. You know, lack of offense, no power, and we saw that again today. It just takes one swing for other teams to score runs and win games. The Angels did it again in the eighth inning. A solo shot down the left field line off the bed of Chris Ionetta. That's his fifth home run of the year. Of course, that would be leading the Royals. Five home runs here as we are almost to June 1st. Chris Ionetta, good job by him. Solo shot off Tim Collins. That makes the Royals now in the last two series 0-10 to 10 in the home run department. They have been out homer 10 to nothing in the last two series. Let's take it a step further. The Royals haven't hit a home run since Alex Gordon had two last Sunday. And they've now only hit a home run in one of their last 10 games. Repeating, the Royals' last 10 games, they've hit a home run in one of those games. During that 10-game span... The Royals are out homered 13-2. Not much else to say. The offense shows no signs of waking up. We're nearing the one-third mark. The Kool-Aid talk, you know, I'm there most of the time. You know, I believe this is a 500 team. I don't think they're much better than that. I'd be surprised the way things are going if they don't get this turned around really, really quick if they're going to make a run at this thing. I mean, it's just, you know, the Royals are pacing for 68 home runs for the season. 68 home runs for the season is what the Royals are pacing for. Let's take it one step further. The 2005 Royals, who were 56 and 106, they hit 126 home runs. So the team that lost 106 games for the Royals in 2005 hit 126 in the home run department. We're pacing for 68. Pretty pathetic. Once again, the Royals wasted a great pitching effort by Jason Vargas, who was squeezed the entire day by the home plate umpire. Ridiculous strike zone. Wasn't getting any calls on the outside corner with his breaking stuff. It was complete BS. That call on Dyson, I have no idea how he was rolled out on that. First of all, the umpire blew the call live because there's no possible way. If he was off that base, it was by like a fingernail's length. The tag was only on him for about a half a second. It looked with replay that there was 
overwhelming evidence that Dyson had his foot or hand on the bag the whole time. So it was a blown call live. The umpire assumed, and somehow the Royals didn't get that call after the BS they you know got last night with the Alex Gordon catch. But whatever, they won last night. Whatever, ridiculous. But Jason Vargas squeezed the whole day. Did throw six and a third innings of one run ball, three hits, five walks, six strikeouts. That was the key. He was able to strike out a hitter per inning in this game to help keep the Angels' bats in check. But Kelvin Herrera, for as great as he's been for this year, was just awful today. Two thirds. Three runs, two earned, four hits, and his two outs, one of them came on Lorenzo Kane gunning out Albert Pujols at home plate. So really, Herrera only got one out in this game. You can't, I mean, it's, he backed into that out. Could have easily been three earned, four overall minimum, because who, who knows how much longer that game would have gone. The Angels were just sitting on his fastball. He was leaving the fastball up, and they were hitting it hard. Tim Collins then was pretty much what he's been the last year and a half outside of last night and a few stretches last year. It was solo shot in his inning of work. His ERA is now 5.59. Offense did a nice job early. They scraped across three runs in the third inning, but don't really feel like going over that. Could have been a lot more. It was just same old punch and Judy, box, singles, walks. The Royals are now two games out of the wild card. whoop de doo you know, you know what the problem with this is? And... It seems as if a lot of people want to point out that the Royals are, oh, they're only two back. Look how bad they play. They're only two back. Yes, you can look at it that way, and I do. When I'm on a Kool-Aid high, when I get that sugar high, you can look at it that way. But let's look at it the other way, the realistic way that most people not donning blue glasses look at it. The Royals just aren't a very good baseball team right now. The Royals are fortunate they're just two out of the wild card, yes, you could say, oh, they're right there. They're so close. But you can also look at it as they've blown a golden opportunity to get right up there at the top of the division with the, the Tigers, right up there within a couple games of them. They've blown a golden opportunity to you know, put three, four, five wins in their column to be in the place where they're a slam dunk wild card right now. I mean, the problem with that whole theory of they're not hitting their stride yet, how do we know it's going to come this year? It happened in the second half last year. Well, don't we think maybe Emilio Bonifacio was a big spark plug and a big part of that in the second half? He's not coming over this year. Whereas, you know, the Royals are maxed out on payroll. How are they going to add a bat? You think Baltimore is not going to add? You think the Angels aren't going to shore up that bullpen? You know, you think some of those teams in the Central that are competing, you know, aren't going to make a move? You think Tampa's not going to make a move? You look over all these teams, Toronto is not going to probably win that division. They're going to be in the wild card hunt. The problem with this whole, oh, we're right there. The Royals are blowing chance after chance after chance with great pitching because their offense is historically bad in the power department. It really is awful. There's no other word around it. So that's the problem when you look at the whole, oh, we're just a couple games out of the wild card. Well, you know what? We're not the only team going for that wild card. That's a pretty almost cocky way of looking at it that we're just all of a sudden going to turn a switch on. I, I, I've always said, I've always maintained, this team will go on a two or three week stretch where they score runs. But the problem is, if that's not the mean, if that's just a fluke, a small sample size, that's not going to be enough to get it done. This offense has got to get markedly better every day, not just for a two or three week stretch. The Royals just have laser small room for error, and they're not going to be able to go out and add a big bat at the deadline. Sure, they might make a move and put, you know bring in another Justin Maxwell type guy, maybe somebody... They can give you a, a third base, right field, you know, kind of a Jimmy Paredes, but more pop. They might be able to go get somebody cheap, but he's not going to be very good. You're not going to give up much. You're not going to be able to get much. You can't add much payroll. So, the, I mean, 
these all these other teams, if there's five or six other teams going for that second wild card, how do you figure the Royals all of a sudden are going to grab that when they're blowing game after game after game after game? It's not like other teams aren't going to improve. Other teams have more resources and have better lineups in general. So Houston comes in next. They're winners of eight of their last 14. They're 19 and 32. The Royals have to sweep this series. I'm not going to take two out of three in this series. You lost two out of three to the freaking White Sox. You got swept by the freaking Twins. You lost three out of four to Cleveland. Two out of three here. I mean, it's just go on and on and on. At some point, you got to start going on a run. You got to sweep Houston. They're 19 and 32. You're a game under 500. If you want to make some noise and stay in this thing and make a run at it, you're going to have to sweep them. I'm not going to take two out of three in this series. That's my goal. Sweep. Will they do it? Probably not. It looks like two out of three on paper. I'll tell you why. We start tomorrow with Scott Feldman. Small sample size has pitched much less innings than Yordana Ventura, but ERA well under three. Taking on Ventura tomorrow. It's a coin flip tomorrow night, the way the Royals' offense has been. Houston's been, you know, swinging the bats better. They're hitting home runs. The Royals aren't. George Springer's what got seven recently. The Royals, <laughs> you know, have 20 the whole season. <laughs> you know, Scott Feldman's a veteran. He knows how to pitch. This Royals offense doesn't seem to be showing much signs of waking up and, you know, driving the ball. So Ventura's given up some home runs. Houston's been hitting some home runs in recent days. Everyone hits more home runs than the Royals. So it's a coin flip tomorrow. Tuesday, same thing. Colin McHugh against Jeremy Guthrie. McHugh has the edge as far as stats go. 3-3-2. Three, three, He's a righty. 2-3. and three. Very mediocre, but the Royals offense isn't even mediocre. So Guthrie coming off a great start. Doesn't really matter how he does, though, if you're not going to score him any runs. I mean, I don't mean, don't mean to be Debbie Downer here, but I'm just telling you, those two games are coin flips. The Royals have the clear edge in game three. Jared Cozart against Danny Duffy. Cozart, 3-4, a 4-3-9. I like the Royals big time in the finale on a Wednesday afternoon at the K. But, you know, that says it's two out of three on paper for the Royals in the series just because the first two games are coin flips. Third game's in the Royals' favor. You figure they split those first two, win the last one, that's two out of three. It's not good enough. That puts you at 500 on May 29th and some tough, tough games coming up for the Royals as they get into a meat and potatoes of their schedule here in June with the Cardinals straight ahead coming up soon, the Yankees coming up. Not teams that are really... Record-wise, blowing you away, but the names, not to mention that those teams are going to probably get better. They're going to improve later by adding pieces as well, but you're facing those teams coming up. Actually, let's take a look at the Royals' schedule right now. Let's pull that up here. Let me get on my internet here and pull that up. It's just not looking real good right now for the Royals. This really isn't. I mean, there's realistically not much to be positive about. You got Toronto, the first place Toronto after Houston. So we go to Toronto on this week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Four games set in Toronto. You'll be lucky to split there. Toronto's in first place. The Cardinals on the road for two. Be lucky to split there. Cardinals here. Be lucky to split there. Yankees here for four. Be lucky to split there. And then Cleveland here for two. Out of that stretch, where do you see the Royals having a winning series? They have to sweep the Astros. They've got to get two games above 500. At Toronto... You think that we're going to win three out of four there with our offense, the way their offense swings the bat with Kevin Seidzer's hitting coach? No. Cardinals on the road, most likely a split in a two-game set. Cardinals here, most likely a split. Look at that as a four-game set. You're probably going to split with the Cardinals. You're similar teams right now. You're both struggling with the bats, although the Royals worse than the Cardinals, obviously. Yankees here for four. You think you're going to win three out of four there? I don't think so. Cleveland here for two. That's your stretch coming up. That is a rough stretch, Royals fans. After Houston... 
You've got a 14-game stretch there where you'll be lucky to go 7-7. Seven and seven. So the Royals need the sweep here in this Houston set if they're going to really stay in this thing, make a push, and not get buried. You lose two out of three or get swept in this Houston series, you're in big, big, big trouble. You lose two out of three, you're in big trouble. You cannot lose two out of three to Houston. That's it, a clubhouse conversation. I'm, I'm playing for the playoffs. I'm not playing for 500. And you're eight of the Dayton Moore regime and the last year of James Shields, the last year of Billy Butler, the last year of Aoki and Hochaver and a club record payroll and knowing that David Glass probably won't do it again next year if it flops this year, knowing that Ned Yost is towards the end probably if they don't make the playoffs this year, knowing we're in the last year or two of Dayton Moore if we don't start making a push. I mean, 500 is unacceptable. Just unacceptable. So I'm going to treat that as such. And you got to sweep Houston if you want to be above 500 team. If you want to make the playoffs, you got to sweep Houston because you've already let down against the Twins and pissed your pants also against the White Sox. Pissed your pants against the Tigers big time. Same thing against Cleveland on and on and on and on and on. Four and 16 in one run games. Remember that stat. Remember one home run in your last 10 games. And the Royals are out homered 13 to 2 in those last 10. That's about all you need to know here as we head into the three-game set against Houston. Good night.